Hey guys, congratulations on making it 10 days narc free and no contact. That's a huge accomplishment. Even though these days feel long, they feel confusing. 10 days you should be proud of. At day 10, I was all over the place. I was angry. I was sad. Um, I still miss the narc because I was still in love with him. Um, and I just wanted him back. And I knew it was safer for me to not be in that situation. But in two weeks, you know, usually when you're fighting with a toxic person in two weeks, you guys get back together. So this 10 days was different because I knew I could not get back with this person. But I was so used to being able to run back to him that I wasn't able to run back to him this time. And I think that's why it was so hurtful. I was doing something that I know I needed to do, but it's still hard. So today we're going to be discussing the anger you may be feeling on day 10. I know for myself and looking back in my journal, I was confused and I was angry because he was already moving on. Um, And I just, which is weird because I knew he was moving on already because he was doing it when we were still together. But to be gone out the situation, no contact. And for him to not be reaching out and the house is already reorganized like I was never there uh and for him to already be creating this new persona it hurt to watch which is why obviously we should be no contact and we shouldn't be watching security cameras but I was and so if you're doing something like that I can't judge you but it's for the best to be fully no contact which means if you guys have security cameras that you're able to log into don't do it because you're going to hurt yourself and it's just better to not know and have have your own thought going in your head instead of what you actually see. Um, and if the new, if the new person, the narc is moving on with a new person, <sighs> let them, <laughs> you know, it's so hard to just say, let them, um, but let them, you have to think back to when you were being loved bomb. You thought this was the greatest person in the whole white world. This was the person who understood you. This was your, this was your fairy tale. This person just was your soulmate and then fast forward to the discard so the person that they will eventually get is the person that you were when you were being discarded or if you had to leave um they haven't changed in 10 days they haven't you know they haven't become a better person and it's okay for you to be angry it's healthy for you to be angry you need to be angry um I know for myself, I was upset that I was angry. I was upset that I allowed this person to still make me angry. And I look back now and 10 days is so short. Like, you know, I'm so far in it now and I'm so healed now that when I look back and I'm like 10 days, that's nothing, you know, like, especially if you're working or if you have things to do, 10 days is nothing. But I was so upset with myself for still caring. And if I can go back, I would be gentler with myself. I would say to myself, it's okay to be angry because this person has taken so much from you. This person has changed you. And now you're realizing you're out of that gray fog. You've come out of it or you're still coming out of it. But, you know, you realize I'm angry and that's completely okay. But don't allow yourself to get caught up in the new person that they're trying to be obviously they know and they want this information to get back to you and 
we have to do our best to stay no contact. And if you have children with this person, you know, it's really, really important also to set boundaries in gray rock and, you know, maybe having someone else be the person if possible to pick up the kids or drop off the kids where you don't have to be around the narc while you're detoxing because it's only going to make you ruminate on what you guys used to have. And it's so funny because I guess it's that Stockholm syndrome is you're only going to remember the good things when you're out. I only remembered the good things when I was out and I started to go through, I started to go through things where it was just like, I really just need someone to talk to someone I can lean on. And in my head, I was like, oh, when I was with the narc, I was able to do that. I had my venting partner. But in actuality, I did not have him because he would not listen. He would, you know, brush it off. If it was an issue I was having at work, it was, oh, maybe you're not ready or just wasn't attentive enough. Um, but, you know, when I was out of the situation, I was like, well, at least I could, I could, you know, talk to this person and vent to this person. And, and it wasn't true. It was something that I made up in my head. And we tend to do that a lot when we're out of these situations is we'll just, we'll make up that they were this great person but you know I'm forgetting that you know he tossed things at me so you know tossing turkeys at me or you know driving really fast in a car with my phone hanging out the window threatening to drop my phone because he was caught you know having inappropriate conversations with other women and none of that was my fault but he made it feel like it was my fault so it's really really important to remember the toxic things that they've done um the narc is not hoovering right now because they want you to run back to them they want you for any reason to reach out to them I think on when I was freshly out I either I know I left stuff there on purpose because I was like okay he's gonna have to reach out about this stuff and and of course he did but um I wanted him to keep reaching out about stupid stuff. And I remember there was something that happened in his family and it was this, this big thing. And I was like, okay, perfect. This is my chance to get back in and I can, I can be a better wife. I can be a better person. Um, maybe it was me. Maybe I didn't, I didn't do enough. And now this is going to be my chance to show up and be like, okay, I've changed. And in actuality, it's like, <laughs> girl, I didn't do nothing wrong. So I, I mean, obviously I needed to change. I needed to grow. I needed to heal. I needed to learn to love myself, but I wasn't cheating. I wasn't toxic. I wasn't, um, putting this person down. So I still wanted, I wanted to be wanted. Honestly, that's what I wanted. I wanted to be wanted. And when I left that situation, I did not feel wanted. I felt ugly. I felt And in my head, I was like, you know what? I know eventually I'll get someone else. But at the time I was just like, you know what? What if I don't, you know, society says that, you know, you're in your thirties and you're getting divorced. This is it. So hold on. And there's a pattern in my family of people holding on. And so I didn't see it. Well, I kind of, I saw it kind of like I saw, I did not want the relationships that people in my family had, um, but I also didn't know how not to have those. I didn't have examples of healthy relationships. So I, I only knew toxic relationships, but I knew I didn't want, I didn't want that. Um, but I didn't know how to stand up for myself or something healthy. So 
you know, they say breaking generational curses is hard. Like, you know, you don't know you, you're the first one to do it. You're stepping out. And that's what I had to do. I had to step out and I had to break that chain literally because I knew I wanted more for myself and being years out now, I look back and I say, I will never allow a man or a person, a toxic person to just have that type of control over me. I've grown so much that I now, I've removed so many people from my life. I now, I don't allow people to get me to that angry state. So if if they're going to get me to that angry state over little trivial things, then I, they have to be removed from my life. If you're not bringing progress into my life, if you're not bringing growth into my life, you can no longer be in my life. So when we think about the narcissist or a toxic person, we have to think about what did they actually bring into your life? And if you can't look at it and you can't say this is now if they gave you a child, of course, you know, your child is everything, but if they weren't filling you up, um, pop with positive affirmations and, you know, they weren't there for you when you really need them, because as we know, they tend to make special moments for us the hardest. So for all the birthdays that went with arguments, the holidays that went without gifts, the unnecessary arguments about cheating, um, the self-esteem bashing, these are all things that have created trauma and created anger. And I forgot, I forget like the actual quote, but they say, you know, I feel sorry for the next person who has to date someone after the toxic person because they're getting this broken person. Even if you feel that you're healed, that next person that you're going to date, you're going in so conscious of what a narcissist is that you're hypersensitive to every single person. And obviously we shouldn't be that way, but it, it, I mean, I remember the first person that I dated after and it was just like, okay, he's lying this, he's lying there. And then I would try to tell myself, okay, calm down. I'm overthinking things. But I was like, you know what? I'm not about to get played again in these streets. Ain't nobody catching me again. Like no narcissist is catching me again. I'm a narcissist slayer, all these things. And in actuality, it was just like, no, this person is just not interested in you. And (laughs) they're, you know, they're kind of dragging you along instead of, you know, just ending it, they're just rolling with the punches. And I'm just like, okay, instead of being strong, I I'm over here still trying to prove to myself that I can be loved by someone else. So I'm staying somewhere where someone still isn't treating me right. So it takes time and give yourself that time, but also still allow yourself to be angry in this moment, you know, be, be open to knowing why you're angry really look back as to what causes the triggers of anger um if that makes sense but take a moment just I just really wish I gave myself that moment to just breathe instead of trying to run a hundred at a hundred because I was like I'm gonna prove I'm gonna prove I'm gonna prove and I wish I gave myself that time to just sit and say you know what I'm hurt I'm angry I don't feel loved. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I think if I would have did that, you know, that first person that I dated after wouldn't have got the worst of me because honestly, that just made me feel worse because, 
you know, I move on to a new relationship and that doesn't work out. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe the narcissist was right. I am. I'm the bad person because they've moved on. They're already reengaged and I'm over here struggling in a relationship. But in actuality, I just was not healed yet and I haven't found the person for me. And I had to be okay with being alone. So once I became okay with being alone, I, I was able to look at my singleness as a blessing because I'm no longer just going to accept for a person because society says that I should have someone or I want to be able to show this person off on social media to prove to someone that does not matter to me that I have someone, you know, and I wish on day 10 for myself that I had that knowledge but I'm giving it to you guys now, but I wish I had that knowledge to say, sit back, think about why you left, why you're angry, what makes you angry, what this person did to make you angry and think about the hurt that they caused you. And that is going to help with this feeling that you're feeling right now. This is going to help with the rumination. This is going to really just center you to say, I don't want this person back. I want the situations back. I want my Saturday person back. I want my bed partner back. I want my TV show person back. But I don't want the drama that it caused. I don't want the arguments um, that we had. I don't want the feelings that they gave me. You know, of course, we all want someone to cuddle next to, but being with a narcissist we know sometimes you could be laying next to someone and they're so cold or you could you could be in a sexual relationship with them and still not be connected so sometimes we we just really need to sit back and understand our anger I I want you guys to journal these feelings and hopefully with these feelings you can look back the way that I'm able to look back and laugh on day 10 that you know he hadn't shown up because I was watching the cameras which I shouldn't have been doing that you know he hadn't shown up and it was late at night and you know he comes in with artwork that he don't even like art you know and get mad but I wasn't moving on I was still worried about this person but I will continuously still pray for you guys. I know that 10 days does not feel long in healing. And I know that it feels long in, you know, missing someone, but it it's not long in healing. So keep going, keep staying, no contact, keep journaling, keep meditating, keep praying. Um, things are going to get better. I'll see you guys next time.